Welcome to the Commercial Disco, a voyage of commercial discovery. The only show dedicated to exploring the commercialization of great ideas and research across deep tech and science, driven by the ambition of the people that make up Australia's unique innovation landscape. We talk to the greatest minds about what is influencing their work and their insights into the ingredients needed to bring great Australian innovation to life. Hello, I'm James Riley. Welcome to the Commercial Disco. Today I'm talking to the Chief Executive and Co-Founder of TenderTrace, a government procurement and data intelligence company, Abu Odijay. Welcome, Abu. Thanks, James. Thanks for having me. All right, we're going to start uh, very simply here. TenderTrace looks very specifically at government procurement data and provides market intelligence. Can you give us an idea of what problem you're trying to solve? Describe the company to me. How long have you been around? Thanks, James. So take it back to a couple of years. I'm from the UK and I have sold to the public sector in the UK. And I came to Australia about 11 years ago. And for my good deeds in the world, I was shipped out to Papua New Guinea to sell to government as well, to make a business for sale, but predominantly engage with the public sector out there. And I obviously came back when the first kid was born to sell to government in Australia as well. And I think what was important to me and what I observed across the board was that engagement with government is quite traditional. And when I say traditional, the suppliers to government rely on their relationships within government, within those accounts. And the noise within these accounts are very isolated based on and are shared between the friendlies. So if you have no access into those accounts, you don't understand the reality of what's happening there. And when I started to lose business within my accounts, I sat down with my co-founder and we decided that there was something to be done here. We identified the gap and the gap was simply this. We live in a data-centric world and it's very important that we leverage data and data is used to inform our lives nowadays. So why don't we leverage that to drive our behavior as we engage with government? So I was determined to develop a product that was going to work for us in the field. So what did we do? We identified that all the data with regards to Australia public sector were very, I guess, segregated or decentralized. Austender data system, Austender. So if you want to find information about RFTs and government contracts, you went there. If you want to find information around New South Wales, you go to e-tendering and all the other states. So how do we bring all of this information into a single pane of glass to start with? And then how do we use technology and smarts to provide insights and analysis and competitive data and market trends to then inform suppliers so that they can, A, engage the government better, they can focus the right strategy, they can build the right go-to-market strategy, they can engage with the right partners, and really, you know, they can reduce their cost of engagement to the government as well and minimize opportunity costs. So that's ultimately what Tenetris is all about. Okay, so ultimately you're taking procurement data, contract signed, yeah. dollars spent of various levels of government and presenting it back as, I don't know, purchasing trends, who's winning the contracts and which departments, um, that kind of thing. That's right? Yeah. 
Absolutely. So essentially, we're saying we have our smarts going out there. Remember that these are all open data, right? So the government is obligated across the Commonwealth and all state governments are obligated to disclose spending. They do obviously don't disclose things around national security and their second threshold where they are not obligated to disclose. But where they have disclosed their spend with regards to contracts, we pull that data into our systems, our database, and we start to crunch that data to generate intelligence. Right. Okay. And I think in full disclosure, Innovation Oz has entered a partnership arrangement with Tender Trace. At Innovation Oz, we have obviously followed government procurement pretty closely in various areas. And uh, I can confirm that the Tender site is very unwieldy and, and somewhat difficult to keep track of. So we're excited about that partnership. It seems kind of self-evident that a market intelligence tool like yours has value, right? So why haven't we seen this before? And why isn't it in the government's own interest to present data in a more understandable, accessible, readable way? First of all, I am excited about the innovation of Teletrace partnership. Again, this shows innovation arts has been in the forefront of government and government spend. And it does make sense, you know, this partnership. With regards to your question, Ostenda is Ostenda and it serves its purpose. Why hasn't it been done before? It's been done in various form, to be fair. So we have various platforms out there that provide data and intelligence, pulling in or ingesting Ostenda data and all the state government data and and providing it back to us in some sort of meaningful or intelligent way. I think it's what we're doing differently that's important here. And what we're doing differently is, A, we understand a couple of things. The first thing is that we understand what supplies the government need, because we've been in that space for a very long time, right? So we've engaged the government, we've engaged procurement teams, we've been part of buying cycles before. So we understand the data that's relevant to suppliers and what they would need to see when they engage before the buying cycle begins, during the buying cycle, and what those competitive landscape looks like. So the government tends not to disrupt itself, right? And so it would be fair to say that what we're doing is disruptive, but I think we can't hold the government to account for not disrupting itself because that's why we exist. So. With regards to the government itself, we have evolved from that, let's focus on the supply and let's focus on providing them the right data, the right analysis, so that they can better engage the government. But on the flip side, let's generate as much intelligence so that we can provide that back to the government so that they understand the supply landscape even better, because we have data on both ends now. And so when we first started, we started with the supplier and we slowly evolved to, hey, we have technology that would help educate procurement teams on how to engage the suppliers better, on how to deliver on their SME and indigenous procurement policy obligations, on how to identify suppliers. And this is where that robustness of the tool sits far from what our standard will currently provide. Okay, talk to me a little bit about Oztender. Obviously, there are reporting requirements for government departments and agencies to publish these contracts and who the winners are and what their value is and all that stuff. 
as I say, Oztender I find pretty clunky, but I don't think it's the clunkiest. So who does this stuff well? Of the governments, of the various governments out there and the various levels of government, who does this well? Who does this badly? What do you think? And when you say who does this, do you mean who reports better than the other? or Who presents data in a way that you can actually extract some form <laughs> of intelligence from? Well, if any one of them did, they do it equally, but to varying levels, right? So we know that Ostender, uh, from a Commonwealth government perspective, leads the charge, you know, with regards to providing as much information. Their disclosure threshold is significantly lower than most of the state and territory government at, I think, $10,000. So for us, it's the focus on regards to disclosure rather than who does it better, right? Who's disclosing better is what we are more focused about. And that's what we're using technology to solve. So there are challenges across most states and also with our standard with regards to disclosure. The example I can give you is you can see contracts that aren't disclosed accurately, and that is an educational problem. And we're using technology, obviously, to solve that on tender trades. We're using smart enough to say, well, we can see that the supplier to this contract that you have titled as computer equipment is an identity management company. So we're going to reveal that contract, which you typically would not get that result when you query your standard, because what you would see is a computer equipment contract instead. So again, we exist to ensure that those gaps, those lack of transparency, let's call it that, we're solving those problems by using technology in tender trace. All right. I'm talking to Abu Odijay, the uh, CEO and founder or co-founder of Tender Trace. Now, I want to ask you about your customers. It seems to me, and look, just as an explainer, Innovation Oz is interested in procurement or government procurement only in its value as a lever for industry development, for building strong local companies. So that's why we're kind of interested in this stuff. And I know that uh, government has tried to be an exemplar in the use of technologies, but we want to see that translate to industrial development in this country. So that's our background. So that's my interest when I look at your reports and your service. But it seems to me that the people who are best able to use existing procurement data are the larger companies. They have the resources to devote to trawling through some of this stuff and making sense of it. So I'm just wondering, your service, who have you now opened that kind of market intelligence up to? What is your, what's your average customer look like? Who are they? It's a good question. I'll preface it to say we're a business, so everybody's our customer. But all suppliers to government technically are customers, and we have been around for over a year now, and we have gained success across the big fours, across you know multinationals, and across then multiple domains as well, as well as SMEs and startups as well. So whatever tier you are with regards to engaging the government, data is absolutely critical if you understand the value of data as an enabler to drive your strategy. If you're a startup understanding where the dollars are and where to focus your attention because it's a very noisy market, from a big four perspective, really honing down on what's happening on that very aggressive landscape, which is constant, the transactions are heavy. And then, you know, it's not just ICT, but it's multi-domain. So, you know, services industry, infrastructure, health, we cut across those domains as well. 
Okay, how does it work? I subscribe to your service and I can pull together a bunch of stuff that maps my area. Do you guys produce bespoke reports on behalf of customers or is this literally a platform from which you feed yourself? Yeah, um, it's it's both. Well, I will take you slightly back to the, the start of where we were when we first started this. What we were thinking was, okay, well, I love technology. I'll call myself a technologist, so to speak, and I leverage technology in every aspect of my life. But the intention was, how do we give our customers a platform that just gives them the answer, including the reporting as well? And we built that. But then... Not all customers are the same. So although the customers have the answers and the tool that will do everything for them, they also need our help with regards to generating those sort of reports that are relevant for their unique use cases. And so we now have developed services that can provide reports to our customers. We sit with them and also in workshops and strategy sessions as well, and we support them with the data that they have and just guide them around what the markets and the market movement is. All right. I just want to ask you a couple of questions about the business itself. I mean, this kind of data is available in one form or another across a bunch of different markets around the world, very similar economies to ourselves. Now that you have a platform that just needs to eat data and spit something else out, any plans to set up elsewhere and, and to do other markets? Yeah, absolutely. Part of our expansion strategy is to look at New Zealand, which is the first for us. So we're targeting that. I think we'll be GAing that in nine months' time, which is very important. We What we see is that most companies who engage in Australia tend to engage the public sector in New Zealand. And there is a slight similarity with the data. So we've started ingesting that and obviously we're building on that. Then the next logical thing, and this is what uh, we are really focused on. And once we do get some form of funding, we'll be looking at the UK. The UK has very rich data. The governance around data is stronger than what we have here. And it's a more mature market with, I think, one or two competitors out there doing something similar to what we do and so it will be an interesting market and the next market for us to go to into and obviously if a tech startup the us always needs to be in your site so we're targeting two states with very good data which is california and new york and these are i believe across two trillion dollar markets from a government spend perspective so we definitely are targeting those markets yeah, you're going to have your work cut out. That uh, sounds like a busy life for you in the next few years. Abu Odijay, thank you very much for being on the Commercial Disco and are looking forward to working with Tender Trace and pulling out some of those insights we've been talking about. Thank you very much, James. Looking forward to working with Innovation Arts and yourself. Speak soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Commercial Disco podcast. Please like, subscribe and leave a five-star review wherever you heard us. And please visit our website, innovationoz.com, to check out our reporting on tech, innovation and public policy. You can also follow us on social media to ask us any questions or to suggest a guest for the show. Until next time, this is the Commercial Disco wishing you a great week ahead.